Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me see how many bells I have here to ring. They didn't go on. Here we go. Was that cowbell uh, I heard? That's a cowbell. Yes, it is. And now this is the old... Town. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Everybody gather around. It's time for Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and a couple of others around here as well uh, that will probably, by the time I'm done, hurt people's ears. Of course, I'm kind of partial to that one. Uh, but at any rate, well, I'm partial to being here, and I'm partial to uh, Christmas. So we'll focus a lot on Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. One of the things about being in Israel for the last few days, uh, again, the thing, one of the things I love about Israel is it is so ecumenical. And also one of the things I love about it is it's such a contradiction in reality. Because everything, anything and everything that has to do with any religion goes on there. Uh, yes, uh, the preponderance of focus is on the Jewish religion. And every place you went, as, as we went into the uh, last night driving into that, was it last night? I, <laughs> I'm not too sure of my times because it is <laughs> back and forth and yada yada. But the uh, menorah... As you go in the Hanukkah candles and how many days there have been in Hanukkah so far, it's, it was very interesting to have, as it always is in my mind, it's one of the, one of the reasons I like, of the many, is such a contradiction there. And most of what the rest of the world thinks about what goes on there doesn't go on there. Uh, people get along. Is there growling? Yeah, there is. Is there political? It's really one of the lessons that comes out of a trip like this, Jay, is the, and this for the audience, obviously, uh, as well, uh, having the conversations for the audience, not for us, the reality of the politicians and the politics there. Because you think it's bad here. <laughs> and it is. But there... There are so many different parties. In a sense, it's refreshing, but in a sense, it's annoying because it's always the same. There is no, the, the idea of getting together a government and putting it, it can go together and one day fall apart the next. And there's so much emotion. Have you ever listened to people using Hebrew, the Jewish religion, or even if you're using English or some other language? There's, uh, listen to Uri, if you don't listen to anybody else, the emotion in his voice, what he does, the inflections and the emotion and the strength of this and the weakness of that is just, it is, it just is a great lesson. We can all learn a lot from and how those passion, people. How passionate. Have, yeah. Well, it's because there have been, there have been for, for pretty much the entire, entirety of their existence, they've been trying to, you know, the rest of the, even though they get along there, the outward appearance, the Palestinians don't like the the, uh, the Jews, the Jews don't like the Palestinians. Well, there's a certain amount of skepticism, yes. 
But there also is this realization that they have to work together, live together, be together. And they are, for the most part. It's the politicians who make life miserable. So there, um, that's my overview as we wish uh, happy holidays, keeping in mind all the different holidays that there are at this time of year. Uh, And uh, so as I can weave conversation about what's going on into our conversation, you and and Janet, where did Janet come from? You and Jennifer, she may have changed her name, (laughs) had a nice time uh, while I was gone and managed to work over most of the right things because you both know how things are supposed to go here and how people are supposed to feel as they listen. And, you know, for years and years and years, the audience, when I first started being absent for a little bit of time, mm-hmm. uh, the audience would get upset. Uh, the people at the station would get upset because, wait a minute, why aren't you there? Because I never yeah. took a vacation. I never took any time off. I was always here, even in the holidays. So they had that expectation. So now as I decide I want to have a little bit of time to myself just for uh, stuff, I, you know, I don't want to take it in the chin. <laughs> but you, know, you and Jennifer are so well-schooled that people will be uh, comfortable. Welcome to KTPI near Edwards Air Force Base in the Mojave Desert to the Doug Stephan Good Day program and other things, uh, the countdown, all of the things that are part of whatever it is that we put together here that you can check out on our uh, social media or at gooddayshow.com or at uh, Doug Stephan Networks. And that was one of the things, talking to people in Israel about what Kazuri loves to tell everybody, here's this big broadcaster from America who's come over here. So people say, well, uh, and they oftentimes very serious because they think radio over there is very serious. Uh, Well, what kind of a presenter are you? And I would always just tell them to go to gooddayshow.com and listen to it if you feel like you want to do that because you can do it over there as easily as you can here. You had the conversation. We had two or three conversations on the air. felt like I was around the corner, right? It did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and because the technology there is very good. It's a very technically astute uh, country. And plus, you know, communicate as much as we curse the Verizons of the world and uh, the other, uh, those other big companies that are uh, basically controlling all of this stuff, that it's, the facilities are there uh, to uh, let you enjoy. And for like 10 bucks a day, you have a new SIM card and it'll let you do whatever it is you want to do. Uh, so it's very that sort of thing is comforting for travelers, I think, that are so used to everything being perfect. Uh, and there's no yeah, such it's almost thing like we're so perfect. used to instant gratification. That right. If there is a delay of any if in any way, shape or form, it's like, ah, technology is not working today. Shakes fist in the air. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right. So some of the things going on, we'll have a lot of Christmas stuff uh, today during the course of the program. Uh, we'll have thoughts on what makes it personal, maybe some of the social media things that you're sharing with us on Facebook and Instagram at Good Day Radio Show or on Twitter at Good Day On Air uh, can have lots of commentary uh, value. People love to share their thoughts. They do. And so that's one of the things that's very cool. Uh, you have. We've, I'd like to take all conversation about elections out uh, for the rest of the week. <laughs> all conversations about problems out. Maybe there are a few things that we'll share that have come uh, from, for example, Zelensky being here. 
And some people are very skeptical about whether he ought to get more money. And I think he realized that he's no dummy. He knows that there is controversy here. He knows that there are some people, a lot of Republicans don't want to have. uh, They don't want to give as much money to him. And I think there's some good reason for that, because there is no it's hard to track in the circumstances like this. Mm -hmm. Where's all the money going? Where's all the stuff going? What are you doing? But he seemed to try to unite. And I think he may have united Washington the appeal that he presented seemed to offer something to both sides. He understands our political realities very well. I think one of the things he said that was impactful was, quote, Ukraine is alive and kicking. And it sure is. They're kicking the Russians, but that's pretty, <laughs> pretty well, yeah, obvious. Think so. about how many leaders may have fled for safety and tried to run things from a distance where he is mm. he's in there he's 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 there and his his background's so interesting because he didn't he wasn't in pol- he wasn't a politician he was an actor yeah. and he yeah. changed into politics yeah well maybe there <laughs> if that's an interesting question to follow up on that if it wasn't christmas i would ask this and maybe you still can uh, if you don't want more, more and more people say they would like not to have a politician because the politicians dig around. The politician will tell you, well, they're the most qualified because they've had that much experience. Well, Trump wasn't really a politician. He kind of was, but he kind of wasn't. And yet there were a lot of things that he did when he was president. Uh, if we can take the personality stuff out of it, that were pretty good and well thought out. And I think that Zelensky is sort of, there have been examples in other countries of people who've become leaders, and maybe we need a little bit more of that around the world. We certainly need something anyway. Uh, so he, uh, he's he gotten mixed reviews. Uh, there are, uh, you know, there is that element of it because there are people there. Remember at the beginning, there were these blue and yellow flags and posters and people wearing, yes, it's kind of like after the soccer mm-hmm. game last Sunday, everybody was wearing the Argentinian colors. Well, before that, they were all wearing the Ukrainian colors. What would it be like if we had a shirt that had both Ukrainian colors and uh, uh, Argentina's colors? <laughs> There's a colorful shirt for you. Happy holidays, happy holidays, yay bringing happy holidays to you. Beautiful. Well, this is, yes it is, thank you very much, yes. <laughs> Season, da-da-da-da-da-da, yes it is. And I'm getting on a plane, wait a minute, I get off a plane, and then we get on another plane to go out and... Uh, have, uh, <coughs> excuse me, whoa, where'd that come from? Had uh, uh, a time <laughs> making sure I had a seat to sit in uh, to get out of there. Airports will be nuts today. They just will be. Uh, so, uh, and, and I've got an example of how crazy they are uh, from some, that woman and from Alabama. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Right now, though, the focus on social media personalities, celebrities that folks are talking about, and because Well, I think this would have happened anyway, but because the game on Sunday brought all kinds of attention around the world to the game of soccer and who some of the best players are now and who some of the best players are ever who have lived, being around Uri and his his, uh, pension for loving soccer, he did, he had some time with Pele on a couple of different occasions. And uh, that brings me around uh, to talking about Pele's health uh, because it's not good. 
uh, doctors down there. He's getting care for kidney and heart issues. Jay, this is pretty sad. Perhaps the best of all time, maybe until mm-hmm. what happened last Sunday. Uh, Pele having a real hard time. Maybe this is this the end of the line? Well, there are miracles, right? But there yeah, yeah. But his, like. his cancer has advanced, and yeah. he's receiving <laughs> elevated care. It's just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Well, he's had a good life, right? <clears throat> you think about it that way. His life is filled with his family, his children. There are lots of people who have sent tons of love to him. Uh, and uh, so that's, and his family has been wishing, people have been wishing him well, and the family's been wishing well back out again. So there's a lot of good energy around it. Uh, but yes, the to this point, the greatest soccer player of all time, World Cup titles in 58, 62, and 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, hold a good thought if you're a cancer, if you're a, well, a cancer survivor, a soccer lover, and you just think uh, wonderful thoughts about Pele, that'll be appropriate. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The uh, list of the top 25 Christmas songs. Guess what? As this is, by the way, I have four different sources over the years uh, that have uh, none of them have agreed ever on the uh, number one Christmas song. But the list that comes from radio stations as to what the most played Christmas songs are. Uh, that's this is the list of play not bought or you know surveys of what one do you like listening to but according to radio station sources that is the number one the most played christmas song on u.s radio stations I brenda lee rocking around the christmas tree want to know what the top 10 are that are in that well, list like of Ryan the most Perry, all i want for christmas is you is definitely in there Number 10. Number 9 is Jose Feliciano, Feliz Navidad. All right? Mm, That's a good one. Uh, Number 8, The Carpenters, Merry Christmas, Darling. Number 7, Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Number 6, Andy Williams, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. John Lennon, this surprised me. Happy Christmas, number 5. Nat King Cole, The Christmas Song, number 4 on Airplay. But interestingly enough, this uh, that song, you know, the radio guys that program according to age and sex and stuff. The a lot of the stations are like your father will tell you, uh, growing up around it because he was he focused the beginning of his career on on uh, what they call AC adult contemporary, and that is a woman's oriented format. And so the most loved songs as tested with women, top ten list for that at number ten is uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. By the uh, Carpenters, number nine, Dean Martin's Let It Snow. The Harry Simeone Chorale and Little Drummer Boy is number eight. A Brenda Lee song is uh, number seven, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Number six is Johnny Mathis, and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. John Lennon, 
and uh, Happy Christmas, which is basically a war song. The war is over. That's that's the theme of that song. Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock is number four. Celine Dion's Oh Holy Nights, number three. Burl Ives, Holly Jolly Christmas, number two. And the Christmas song, Nat King Cole, uh, is uh, in there at number How one. How is there no Kaliki Maka? I'm not uh, the man who comes up. Oh. I didn't make this up. Blasphemous. All right. So now this is a uh, list of uh, songs that, uh, let's see, this list, <laughs> it's a darn gone many lists. Uh, this is uh, from a, uh, a, a Christmas album that was put together for a toy drive by a radio station uh, that's in Arizona. And this was done, uh, let's see here, this was 2019. And they have done this, used this album every year since uh, the 40 most streamed Christmas holiday songs. All right, so we have the most played, we have the ones most popular with women, and now here's the list of the most streamed, because it's all different, right? Although a lot of the songs are the same. Uh, let's see here. At number 10, ugh, this horrible damn thing, you're a, a mean one. What a horrible, ah, oh, my God, number 10, ugh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't, that thing just, when I hear that, I just flip the, I can't get to the button fast enough to turn it off. Number nine, Sleigh Ride by uh, the Ronettes. Man, that'd be nine, my number one song as far as I'm concerned. Burl Lives and a Holly Jolly Crew. These are streamed songs. That's the third list. I mean, how many lists have I got here? Anyway, um, the uh, let's see what where was I at number eight? I was Holly Jolly Christmas Pearl Lives. Uh, number seven uh, is Feliz Navidad uh, by uh, Jose Feliciano. Number six, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Uh, let's see who which version of that. I want so doggone many versions of that song. I'm trying to see. I think that's the Andy Williams version. Anyway, uh, number five, all I want for Christmas is you with Mariah. That surprises me. I thought that would be number one, but it's number five. Number four is Rudolph, Burl Ives. Number three, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. These are streamed songs. Brenda Lee, Andy Williams, Most Wonderful Time of the Year in Jingle Ball Rock by Bobby Helms is uh, number one, the most streamed song. Were you buying that? It was number three on the top list. It was uh, not on. Oh, yes, it was number four. On the other, so that's made all many of the songs are on the l mm -hmm. list. It's just a different, you know, they're in different order. <clears throat> so, anyway, we got all of that uh, done. One of the things also at Christmas time that I love to do uh, is uh, go through uh, the um, the visit from Saint Nicholas. That was the night before Christmas, and there are lots of different variations of that. There's a Jewish one. <laughs> but actually, I don't know whether I'll start with it or not. Um, there's a politically correct was the night before Christmas that's just silly. Um, and then there's the woman's version of the night before Christmas that is uh, kind of fun to do. So anyway, uh, we'll have that in the when we have time. Yeah, we'll have maybe I, I should probably do the real one first, knowing the time is of the essence in this hour. But mm -hmm. I'll give you a, a couple of other things. And by the way, have you... Um, Bought your poinsettia. Have you, do you know how to pronounce that? Poinsettia. Some people pronounce it, but it's poinsettia. Mm -hmm. That's the so way the dictionary that tells us. In there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's a T I A in there. Poinsettia. Uh, this is a Latin word. The fellow who uh, first grew them was a guy named Joel Ponset, a uh, French diplomat here in America. 
The first poinsettia showed up in 1836. For those who were there, poisonous, don't let anybody eat them, no matter what. Bad, don't let the animals chew on them. Yeah, bad, bad stuff. For that, it's very, yeah, it's very decorative, etc. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama, in her kerchief and I in my cap, had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what, to my wondering, I should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With an old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, their coursers they came. And he whistled and he shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet and Cubit and Donder and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly. When they met with an obstacle, mount in the sky. So up. To the housetop, the courses they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas, too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, as I, uh, 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 he sprang, <laughs> excuse me, I have a little, um, whenever I do this, I always get a tear in my eye, because this so reminds me of the, uh, you know, the Christmases that I had when I was a little boy. Uh, when uh, somebody very close to me would read this. Anyway, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof was up on the roof. As I drew in my head and it was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his toe, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A, bile of, a, bo- a bundle of toys he had flung on his back. He looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke had encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly. Old elf, I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye, excuse me, and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, laying his finger aside of his nose, up the chimney, he rose, he rose. <laughs> excuse me, I, I'm, I'm, I think we all, as we listen to this, don't you have visualizations of what you thought Santa was like and what mm-hmm. went on, right? Is it youngster? <laughs> excuse yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. And so he, up the chimney he rose, he sprang to his sled, to his he, team he gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the dawn of a thistle. But I heard him explain... Ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all! 
And to all, a good night. So there it is. Clement Clark Moore wrote that first in 1822. All right, so here's something that people will effectively uh, get the, the other end of this at nine months from now. Apparently, more people get pregnant during the holidays than at any other time of the year, including Valentine's Day. Uh, so, right. <laughs> instead of just admiring festive lights and opening presents and gathering with friends and family, it apparently is a good time to make a baby. And uh, so, if you look at the Journal of Human Reproduction, research there exploring why this time of year is linked to a higher likelihood of conception. Uh, this is, by the way, based on data that birthdays in the U.S., peak during the month of September. There are more yeah. people born in September than any other month of the year. I know Duh. so many people born in September. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so at any rate, the reason that is is because uh, this, uh, according to the research anyway, suggests that, um, that we ought to, you know, uh, this is a good time. We feel good. We're in love. Christmas is a great time of year to be in love. Uh, so anyway, and sometimes it's just a good time of year to do chick chick a boom or whatever it is that mm -hmm. you said. Uh -huh. bang, chick bow, bow. Uh, yeah. You can also blame uh, pajama gram for those yeah. almost yeah right that, get, exactly. that gets things going. For those of you who are wondering if you haven't heard us talk about pajama gram, this is the last day to get on in this. Um, they're running out of stock today. So if you've been intrigued by me talking about these naturally nude pajamas, I'll give one more plug to pajama gram. Dot com because they are kind of fun and they are you know it's, it's i got a couple of email people how dare you talk about sex i'm not talking about sex i'm talking about pajamas it's pjs yeah exactly you can take it wherever you want to take it yeah <laughs> we need to put up some marvin gay people need yeah exactly people need to just kind of chill out if this isn't the right thing for you then it's not the right thing for you. I'm not suggesting that everybody, you know, I can't imagine a silky, naturally nude pajama on an 86-year-old lady, but listen, stranger things have happened. At any rate, <laughs> you can order it today at pajamagram.com. They'll include a free matching naturally nude nightie, and that won't, that's like 75 bucks, and they send the free gift wrapping as well. It's a very cool gift. Today, they figure their numbers are, they'll be sold out. And you can get it today and be just in time for Christmas. So uh, work it out. Check it out. Here's what you do. Go to pajamagram.com, pajamagram.com, order naturally nude pajamas, and you can associate my name with it if you choose. Doug Steffen, you can do that, and I'm sure they'll all have a hip hip hooray. I am Robert Strickler. My wife Joyce and I have been married for 53 years. Certainly one of the really important things in my life are our children and our grandchildren. I am essentially a writer. I've been involved in communications in the media. I've been an avid fly fisherman for at least 40 or more years. I've been taking Prevagen on a regular basis for at least eight years. For me, the greatest benefit over the years has been that Prevagen seems to help me recall things and also think more clearly, have a crisper ability to remember and think through things. And I enthusiastically recommend Prevagen. It has helped me an awful lot. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. 
Robert Strickler is a content contributor for Prevagen and real user, based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Social media names and things that we can't seem to shake, <laughs> like Elon Musk. I loved this. This sort of reminded me, remember when Dick Cheney uh, had been hired by George Bush to find a vice president. And after an exhaustive four-month search, he said, I'm the best candidate. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Elon Musk says he will step down as soon as he finds somebody better than him to take the job. Right? Well, as soon as and he finds somebody, quote-unquote, foolish enough to take the job. <laughs> yeah, and I have to work <laughs> for him. Right? wonder what it's like to work at Tesla or some of the other, the SpaceX uh, stuff. I wonder what that's mm-hmm. like. Because the guys in, let's face very it, people. Eccentric. Yeah, but people look around at most of the people who are very rich. They're all very eccentric. I don't know anybody who isn't ri- like, you know, Warren Buffett. His mm-hmm. eccentricities are mild. He stops at a McDonald's every day on his way to the office. Guy's 89 years old. Goes to the office every day. On his way, he's, he drives a Buick and he stops at the McDonald's to pick up his M- McMuffin. This guy's a, a kajillionaire, the third richest guy in the world, and he stops at McDonald's driving his Buick to work every day at 89 for a McDonald's. <laughs> so, you know, you, you compare that to how some of these other uh, characters are. They're all very eccentric. Um, so Dionne Warwick created a poll of her own asking users if she should be the next person to take over. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's like, yes. Yes. 100%. Well, what's interesting is that when on Elon Musk's first day there, he brought a kitchen sink, which was kind of like a metaphor of (laughs) everything that's going on. But he he, clearly he already wants out. Yeah, because if he didn't want out, he probably wouldn't have done this poll because he has been abiding by what a lot of users say they want when he's running these polls. But also he put in the bid to buy Twitter. And then he tried to like pull back on it and he was forced to follow through. So it's like he clearly doesn't want to hold this position anyway. Is he mm-hmm. trying to bury Twitter? A lot of people don't like the route Twitter has taken with Elon Musk at the helm. Other people yeah. are like, it is a better situation now. It's finally good again. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, this is just a story as far as I'm concerned. And he's just another character, an eccentric person trying to convince people that he's right and everybody else is wrong. Here's something very interesting uh, from Hawaii, which is a fabulous place to be at Christmas time. Remember the actress Natalie Wood? She was married to Robert Wagner, and she died in a boat accident. Uh, Christopher... um, Under potentially suspicious circumstances. Yeah, right, exactly, yep. Uh, Anyway... Uh, there was a there's a beautiful home in Hawaii that they had, and apparently it's for sale now for sixteen million dollars. What a great retreat! A lot of people, a lot of folks, were rent the house, and it's right on the ocean. Uh, it's on Diamond Head on Oahu. Uh, you can imagine uh, what the views are like. Uh, so anyway, uh, this is Christopher Walken and her husband were on this boat with her. Pretty much everybody knows the story. Uh, so anyway, this is someplace I have not been there. I know the view, uh, but it's one of those places in Hawaii. Uh, imagine this is a three-bedroom, four-and-a-half bath, sp- bath sp- It's only 3,100 square feet. That's not big. It's on a third of an acre. But this, uh, because she lived there, but also because of where it is, 
I'm surprised they're not asking more than $16 million for it, frankly. But it can be yours if the price is right. Right? Does it sound like, can I do that show now? Yeah, you totally could. You need to. Exactly. Put your name in there. All right. No, he's doing a fine job. So it's great business time for Caledron. I would think the phones would be ringing off the hook and people would be ordering ad nauseum. That's right. You know, it'll be 25 years this April, and we've been helping customers lose weight safely and effectively for 25 years. So if you need to lose the weight, you've really got to check it out on our website, toploss.com, because like Doug said, it's so much more than just a weight loss product. I mean, we're not talking about a quick fix fad product. There are no drugs. There are no stimulants. Our number one ingredient is collagen protein. Uh, it's got types one and three. That's for the muscle and the joints. All right. And don't forget the 9090 special right now. Use the DJV code for free shipping as well. DJV code at toploss.com and the Get Fit contest. That sounds like it would be kind of fun. Calitrin at toploss.com. Thanks to Elizabeth Miller here, one of the great Calitrin consultants at toploss.com. The uh, situation at this time of year, as you remember, John Lennon was killed in December 1982. And uh, being around Uri Geller, who was close to John Lennon, matter of fact, he was with him a couple of days before he was shot. He lived around the corner when he had his place in New York. He lived around the corner from John Lennon. They talk a lot uh, about UFOs and that sort of thing. Uh, And Paul McCartney has... uh, been talking a lot about John Lennon's death coming forward because he says he really couldn't talk about it much before. Uh, he has not spoken much about this over the years, uh, but he was uh, interviewed on the Beatles channel, which is a channel I listen to myself. I was listening actually driving up from New York from the airport yesterday to the Beatles. I didn't hear this interview, uh, but he said, quote, when John died, it was so difficult Mm-hmm. It was difficult for everybody in the world because he was such a loved character and such a crazy guy. He was so special. Uh, he talked about uh, this being so hard on him. He said he really couldn't talk about it for a long time. I remember getting home from his studio on the day that we heard the news that he had died, turning on the television, seeing people say, well, John Lennon was this and John Lennon was that. Uh, and it was like, I, I don't know, I can't be one of those people, even though a lot of people, as you can imagine, tried to get to him to get his mm-hmm. comments. He said, I couldn't just go on TV and say what John meant to me. It was too deep. It was too much. Remember, they were the writing team responsible for most of the Beatles' hits. Lennon yeah. McCartney started writing on the kitchen table of McCartney's house in Liverpool when they were kids, literally they were kids. Uh, so they started the group. They were together from when they were 12 years old until... These two basically uh, were the Beatles. They were the Beatles. You're right about that. Yep. Uh, so he said once the emotions had settled a bit, uh, he went to the recording studio. Uh, he went into a couple of empty rooms that became his studio. He found a room, sat on the floor, and sat with his guitar, started to play the opening chords to hear today. And then he talked about the other collaborations that he did with this, but he still couldn't, he said, I really couldn't do anything for a couple of days. I just was in a little motel. Mm. And uh, so he said, we got drunk. It's heartbreaking. (laughs) That's that's how he dealt with it, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, the words of Paul McCartney here. The next Stefan Good Day download with Doug and Jay Kirshner is made possible in part by Calitrin, which is the safe way 
for you to lose weight and keep it off. And also by Prevagen, keeping your brain healthy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.